welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up guys? Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for a new video. It's the first of the month. So today I'm going to be releasing my July 2020 passive income report where I'm going to share with you my numbers for Amazon FBA, Amazon Merch, print on demand sales, Amazon KDP. And then if you guys are interested, I have no clue, but I've been sharing my YouTube revenue with you recently as well. And by the way, I appreciate all of you guys that have been subscribing to the channel. The growth has been insane lately. Somehow, still over half of you aren't subscribed. So if you wanna hit that subscribe button and keep up with things like my income reports or my tips on how you can grow your online business, definitely do that. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go jump on my computer and we can get started. Thanks again for joining me guys. Real quick before we jump into the income report, let me introduce myself for the new viewers. So I'm Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon to date. If you'd like to follow the links in the description, I've got links to free passive income mini courses that can help get you started with FBA, merch, and print on demand. I've got a passive income Facebook group. I'd love to have you there. It's growing very rapidly. If you need a reason to subscribe, I drop these income reports on the first or second day of each month. You can follow my journey making passive income online and you can look backwards in time at how long it took me to scale up my businesses. Last but not least, I do have full courses that I have written over the past few years that I maintain regularly. They are constantly expanding and they're helping a lot of people make passive income online by learning my exact methods to a T. So check those out, link in the description if you're interested. So let's dive into the income report, beginning with Amazon FBA. So I did 1,722 sales, generating $42,646 of revenue, of which I got to keep $8,454 as profit. My gross margin was around 19 to 20%. So as you can see here using, uh, I think I did a video on this actually a couple weeks ago, uh, using Fetcher or Jungle Scout sales analytics as it's being rebranded, I can stay on top of all of these things without having to comb through spreadsheets manually. Uh, this is definitely recommended as you scale up your FBA business to use a tool like this that integrates with Seller Central. Uh, these are my top selling SKUs. One interesting thing to, to note here actually is that my normal best selling like profit leader uh, was out of stock for over half the month. And I did want to follow up on a story. I think I might have alluded to it in my last income report, but I guess without giving away the niche, I'll let you know that there is somebody who was not present on Amazon, who I still don't think is present on Amazon, who threatened every single seller in the niche with, and this is something that really sucks about just selling online in general, because anybody can do this and whether they're right or wrong, it's a problem, but they threatened that they held a uh, patent on this product even though they held a patent on an aspect of something that is on this product, along with on a lot of other things in life that you use probably regularly. And they're basically just patent trolling. I mean, in summary, and they, how about, I'll just, I'll summarize it like this. A lot of people disappeared from my niche. I was already dominating this niche, but now I have even less competition because they got scared off. And like I said, I have my dad and my sister are both lawyers we responded respectfully and tried to work out a deal. The deal has not been worked out yet. However, I'm not going to be scared off Amazon when I'm not actually infringing on the dude's patent. But, um, you know, nobody said that selling on FBA was going to be easy and patent trolls are not unique to FBA. Patent trolling has been going on for a long time, at least here in the United States. It sucks. It is what it is. And so far, I'm still present, still selling in this niche, still dominating it. But 
I did have the issue of my top, my best seller going out of stock. A lot of that had to do with reduced competition leading to increased sales. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but um, I'm still waiting for the re-up, the reorder to get to America. So just letting you guys know there. I mean, I've also out of stock of uh, what's usually my third best seller. It was out of stock for probably just under two weeks. And then um, the product that did $15,000 in a single day back in April, that one uh, is continued to be out of stock because the supplier doesn't have enough raw material to make it. So it's yeah, not ideal. Um, but there's, I have, I sell two variations of that product and they were able to restock me one of the variations. So I'm still making sales there. All right. And as far as my like advertising goes, I'm still not advertising too much. If you guys follow my previous income reports, I mentioned that I was able to turn off all of my ads pretty much, except for the ones that are like really profitable, really low ACOS. Uh, I've begun like turning those back on. It's reflected here. My A cost for this month was 14%. But as you can see there, uh, if you remember earlier, and this is again, this is my A cost across all of my products. So it's not an exact science, but at 14% with my average gross margin being 20%, um, I'm still in good shape. Nothing really to worry about there. But over time, I've been turning on more and more of the ad campaigns that I'd turned off previously. Last thing I wanted to note is that I wrapped up my Amazon FBA mini series for 2020 on my YouTube channel. I mentioned that when I did finish that, that I'm increasing the cost of my FBA course. I spent over a year writing it. I believe it's still the most thorough FBA course on the internet. And if you want to check it out at the lowest cost, it will ever be offered for again. I recommend enrolling before Sunday night. So I'm just letting you guys know. There's a link in the description if you want to check it out. Next up, Amazon merch. I did 297 sales generating $5,347.36 of revenue, of which I kept $948.72 as my royalties. My average royalty was $3.19. And between the international markets, I did $918 through USA, uh, 15 pounds sterling from the UK, and 8 euro from German markets. And I don't sell that much on UK and German markets, but I like to include it. Uh, big news. Well, first are that sales are picking up and returning to normal. I didn't have any crazy trending uh, specific designs that sold well. Uh, by the way, if you guys are looking to step up your or improve your niche research, check out my Sunday video series, Top 5 Niches of the Week, where I use some research tools to bring you the top five best-selling niches of the week. It's a great opportunity. It's a great starting point. And then look for sub-niches from there. That's where the money's made because <laughs> new products tend not to rank instantly really well on high value keywords. All right, so I got access to um, phone cases. I did a video about this yesterday and basically I share with you everything you need to know about how to do graphic design for them and I suggest a tool that helps you convert your t-shirt designs to phone cases for when you get access to them. Beyond that, uh, my analytics for July. So sales were kind of picking back up, especially compared to June or May or April. Uh, merch, it's definitely been a weird year for Amazon Merch. This is a big reason why I recommend diversifying your income streams. Even if it's all print-on-demand income, you don't want to be too reliant on one single source. Because, I mean, I do know some people that were, you know, top, top-tier Amazon Merch sellers that were making five-figure profits a month. And they were really, obviously, negatively impacted when merch was not open this year and then when it slowly started to pick back up. So that's why you want to diversify. You want to occupy as much internet real estate as possible. Take your amazing merch designs and just get them listed for sale elsewhere. Maximize your ROI. Uh, if you want to check out my website and see like the breakdown by product type, obviously I'm selling mostly standard t-shirts, uh, fit type, I guess mainly men buying my shirts, uh, color, dark colors, more than light colors for the most part. 
and my upload update. So I'm at 18,536 slots full out of 20,000. And then the important one right here above me, 99.7% of my products are buyable, which increases the likelihood of me making additional sales. All right, drop shipped print on demand sales. I did 405 sales, bringing in $1,910.78 of profit. If we break it down on a platform to platform basis, I did 208 sales through amazon.com, 16 through amazon.co.uk, two sales through eBay, 153 through Redbubble, six on Spreadshirt, 15 on TeePublic, zero Teespring, five Zazzle. So I like to see Zazzle picking back up. That's nice. Not really sure why, but um, I do consistently upload there using upload automation from our friends at Merch Titans Automation. So shout out to those guys. Um, this is what my sales looked like for my Amazon.com account via the Printful integration. I do also sell there through Gearbubble, but Gearbubble charges monthly. So I always recommend going and checking out Printful, which is free. Although this is kind of a weird time with Printful because they're only, they're kind of trying to return back to normal. Uh, they went from freezing allowing us to push t-shirts and embroidery products, or really it's direct-to-garment print and embroidery. Now they let us do two embroidery products a day. So they're trying to assist us in getting back to some normalcy, but um, you know, I'm sure it's been tough on them as well because I'm sure at their fulfillment centers and whatnot, between employees not wanting to work and then the ones that do with the restrictions, et cetera. So I'm sure it's um, it's got to be tough. I still believe in Printful as a company because they give so much control over to us as the sellers, which is important as you scale up your business. For instance, I talked to somebody this week that only uses Gearbubble and they said that they mainly sell personalized stuff through Etsy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like such a headache because with, yeah, anyways, it's a separate story, but trust, trust me, Printful, their UI, their website, the tools they give us sellers, it is uh, top of the line. Anyways, here's my amazon.co.uk sales fulfilled via Printful. They fell a little bit month over month, I believe, but breakdown by platform, top four. Amazon brought in $1,249.12. That is the biggest e-commerce website in the world, so you really should not skip selling on Amazon. Um, you know, I sell mainly mainly hats and mugs are honestly the two, um, and some shot glasses, the three biggest categories I sell through Amazon. Also, I'm planning on doing a POD Turbo review soon, which uh, they have... Amazon FBM via Seller Central uh, upload automation. So that's going to be really fun to share with you guys. Redbubble, $398.61 of profit. Amazon.co.uk, $143.64 of profit. And TeePublic, $0.76, cents, or sorry, $76.50. $76 and because Printful rolled out this new volume discount structure, I now get a 7% discount applied to the following month. So during the month of August, all of my products will be discounted by 7%. And I also enjoyed the same discount in July. So that's awesome. Previously to earn a 7% discount, I think you needed to sell something like $10,000. Um, all I remember is that if you sold $5,000, you got 5%. So they're a lot more generous now with the volume discount because Printful only makes money when we make money because they don't charge us monthly to use their service. Amazon KDP, I did 40 sales, bringing in $74.38 of profit for an average royalty of $1.86. Now I know those numbers aren't blowing anybody away, but I'm still uploading 500 books a week and planning on having a huge Q4 just like I did last year. Last year was my first year on KDP. I would invite you to check out my December income report to see the uh, four figure plus profits that I was able to bring in in just my eighth, ninth, and 10th week on the platform. You will be surprised. 
Um, beyond that, though, I'm just holding steady with KDP. I'm not doing anything specifically for KDP. Well, that's not true. I do sell some puzzle interiors, but for the most part, I'm focused on streamlining it, converting my print-on-demand t-shirt designs and whatnot into KDP books and getting them listed for sale on Amazon. Which, by the way, when you upload to KDP, they push it to all the major international Amazon marketplaces. All right, let's close out with Google Ads. So, my earnings total was $3,959. Now, if you didn't know, Google keeps about a third of the money. So, that number right there represents what I kept, which means that they've kept about $1,400, $1,500 just from having me in their ad network. So YouTube brought in $3,686 of profit. My website that I built for fun in college that gets a lot of traffic, it brought in $272.26 through AdSense. You know, Plus I do some direct partnerships there. So there's always a little bit more money than what meets the eye there, but I don't report it in this income report because I want to be able to show you the uh, you know, picture from my AdSense dashboard and you see the numbers matching up. Um, page views, 2.4 million. Ad impressions, 2.3 million. If we scroll down here, here's the Google Analytics for that website that I reference. Again, guys, building organic traffic is not easy. Um, this is proof of that because it took, I, mean, I don't know, it took, that website's like 10 years old at this point, but I did actually scale it up pretty quickly when I started focusing more on SEO, search engine optimization. So my YouTube revenue, if you're interested, when I log into YouTube, they show me this dashboard. Um, yeah, I mean, it's growing month over month. I really, really, really appreciate the positive feedback. And I really, more than anything, appreciate the, those of you that hit the subscribe button because somehow still over 50% are not subscribed uh, that watch these videos. So if you want to do that, if you made it this late in the video, it would mean a lot to me. Here's the subscribers by video. Um, those colored lines each represent a different video of mine on my channel. And Social Blade's a pretty cool website that lets you track your subscriber count. It basically does it for you. It helps you track your social media. Anyways, I use the live subscriber count to get this screenshot to show you my current subscriber statistics. So to all 27,400 of you, I really appreciate the support. Now scrolling all the way back up to the top, which by the way, guys, if you want to check this post out for yourself, it is on my website, my blog that I built by myself, did the front end, the back end, the database, everything. I was a web developer prior to quitting my job that was made possible by these passive income streams that I talk about on these videos. But uh, if you are interested in checking it out, there's always a link in the description. All right, so let's recap the numbers. FBA brought in $8,454 of profit. Amazon Merch, $948 of profit. Dropship Print On Demand, $1,910 of profit. Amazon KDP, $74 of profit. Hey, 74 bucks is 74 bucks, all right? Google Ads, $3,959 of profit for a grand total of $15,347.59 of profit on the month of July 2020. While the world economy grinds to a halt, I'm still able to generate um, what I used to call side income, but now again, since I quit my nine to five, I call primary income. By the way, I still keep my job working at a, a local university teaching web development. And I mean, as you can kind of see here, I was talking to somebody earlier about this. Um, we actually had a, a nice little pool day today and then I was like, oh, I have to go do this YouTube video, but you can probably see, I'm looking at myself on my side monitor. I do look a little sunburned. <laughs> Uh, it's like the sun takes it out of you, but you know, it's like, I, I learned how to be a good web developer. I started some websites and some projects. So it's like, I'm making money as a web developer, making money through the side projects. And then I make money teaching it. Same thing here, right? Learn how to sell on Amazon, make money doing that, um, work your way up 
and then teach it, right? So I don't know. That's kind of an insight into how my brain works, trying to maximize uh, the amount of income I can get from any skill set. I think that's pretty logical. And um, yeah, anyways, that's pretty much it for this income report, guys. I do appreciate that you watched until the end. If you like the video, all I ask, let the YouTube algorithm know by hitting that like button. And if you're not subscribed, if you are in the 50 plus percent that aren't subscribed, give it a shot, you know, hit that big red button and um, you'll be alerted the next time I drop a video. So, hey guys, tomorrow I got top five niches of the week coming and I look forward to seeing you then.